Can I say we'll give it up? All right. I think we're good. Are you good? Do you have everything you need? I think I'm good, yeah. Okay, you sound <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've been practicing all week. <laughs> Dominic Provenzano. Provenzano. Welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. I I have a hard time not saying your last name. Like a cheese? Yeah. A, like Well, no, like <laughs> like like you're like an extra in um Goodfellas or yeah. something. Yeah. What do you know the history of your last name? I, I, um, no, not really. Like it's I, obviously Italian. Yeah, I I try not to remember who I am or where I came from a lot. <laughs> um, but my f- uh, so my mom, uh, she married an Italian man whose uh, father owned a fruit business supposedly. Oh, <laughs> so okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they were in the. The mob, but fruit <laughs> business. Fruit farmers. Yeah. So that's all I know about that. That's all I'm legally allowed, allowed to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm always I'm always curious. Cool last names. I don't know. I I like I like to know the history and mm-hmm. maybe if you did some digging where you yeah where I that mean name came from. Uh, yeah. I don't even know what it means in Italian. It like, must mean but, something. Yeah. Probably like fruit seller. Yeah. Fruit farmer. Probably <laughs> money launderer. I don't know what you choose. Yeah, uh, like assassin. There yeah, is yeah, a very yeah. famous like Dominic Provenzano, the Ice Man, oh. who was a famous killer huh? in the mob. Like he assassinated people. So I don't think I was named after him. I hope I was. Not. No, that would be a I'm weird a, flex. You know, <laughs> I'm a very peaceful man. Thanks, mom. <laughs> he's gonna grow up and he's gonna kill people. <laughs> Speaking of growing up, um, you grew up in Arizona. I did. Born yeah. and raised. Yep. I've not like gone too far from my. I was born technically in like Scottsdale, but I haven't really ventured too far from my original house <laughs> oh yeah yeah all right um, yeah it's just uh yeah i just really like arizona man hey like i'm with you like, on this it's a cool place it is a cool place you know there's a lot of cool people here a lot of cool people great music scene ton of venues an opportunity to make a living as a as a gigging musician absolutely and you don't have to be great i'm an example <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> You can be kind of okay-ish and still make a good living. Yeah, that's like the line on your website. Kind of okay-ish. Hire me for your next fucking wedding. I'll make, I'll make, I'll make all your dreams come true. Maybe. Yeah, kind of. Though. Yeah, a little In bit. A, ish. You know. Um, how did you? Uh, oh, I'm forgetting my first question. Okay. Is always okay. Early musical memories. Oh, um, like records in the house. Yeah. So my talk to me, uh, my dad would drive around and he would put on Graceland. Oh, and it was like the most beautiful thing I'd yeah. ever heard in my entire life. And we would just like, I'd be like, I want to go for a car ride. Cause he had that tape and that tape uh, never fucking left, left. Yeah. the deck. Yeah. It was just always was it stuck in there. I don't know. Oh, okay. Like I well, was, I was cool. like, I was like, yeah, maybe five or six. Yeah. So I wasn't really, I don't even know what's happening right now. Yeah. Oh, no, please. <laughs> but that tape was in there and just the most beautiful sounds that yeah. came out of that. That's, yeah. a, that's like my very first, like, I have to figure out how to do that. Yeah. 
No shit. That was the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That record is so eclectic. So many different moves on that record. Absolutely. And like world music and rhythms, melodies. And then you have this angel, Paul Simon, just singing to you. Absolutely. Dude is a beast. Like, he's just... He's a motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) He wrote some of... I mean, you know, some of these songs... I saw him a number of years ago uh, at the Celebrity Theater, which is now called the fucking Acme Surplus. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> what is it called now? It's called the Footprint. I don't know. No, is it the Footprint? I don't know. I don't. I have. <laughs> anyway, I saw him at the Celebrity Theater, mm-hmm. and maybe it was the encore. Maybe it was just part of the show. He comes out with his acoustic guitar and sings "Sounds of Silence." Oh my god! And I wept. Yeah. Dude, that's amazing. Right? That's yeah. He's written just so many of those songs that <clears throat> have been affecting people for fifty plus years. Can you imagine writing a song that right. people will be celebrating yeah. and weeping? Yeah. And he wrote like multiple yeah. like multiple songs. Yeah. <laughs> it was, he wasn't a one hit wonder that Paul Simon. <laughs> he had a he has got a couple in the catalog that Yeah, pretty good. <clears throat> just assassinate. Yeah. Um, all right, so you're riding around with your pops. Graceland's yeah. on the on the in the tape mm-hmm. on the tape in the tape deck. What's how do you then move beyond that? What's the next thing? Do you get a guitar? Do you do you start to listen to music critically and dissect? And what's happening? In so it? even though uh, I sound like a true like oh he has such great taste <laughs> like he listened to Paul Simon when he was like in the egg or something. yeah yeah yeah. Um, so uh, when he when, was in the egg, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I was hatched. I was hatched. Okay, sorry. I mean, have you seen me? <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so when I was like ten t- to twelve, um, I just would buy like weird Al records. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I had no interest in real music. I just wanted fucking weird yeah it's that's um, interesting so i would i would beg my dad to like take me to sam goody yeah to get fucking weird out <laughs> no kidding yeah and you're listening on vinyl or you're listening on tape no on at that point it was um cds yeah yeah the laser discs yeah <laughs> <laughs> um uh and i remember one time what was it about weird Al that that attracted uh you? well my brothers would listen to it and everything sounds so like carefree and like yeah. fun and i'm like i wanted i wanted to have that like like spirit of it like i wanted to be you know it sounded it sounded so just i can't even think of a better word like joyous uh-huh. like 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 there was so much just like hey i'm making fun of everybody nothing's like that yeah. big of a deal not taking himself too seriously sure um and then one time when i went to sam Goody, uh um, they gave me like a hoobastank, like sampler. Yeah. <laughs> hoobastank. Let's go. Jeez. And I did not have any interest. I don't think I even opened it. <laughs> <laughs> they gave it to you. So clearly they didn't have any interest either. They're like, please take this out of here. I mean, whatever. Hoobastank. Do your thing. But come on, man. Uh, but, um, oh, and then I remembered, I remembered, uh, when I first got the initial, like, I want to play the guitar, my parents got me, like, uh, a ukulele from, like, one of those, like, spirit Halloween costume fucking bullshit stories. Mm-hmm. And I was playing it. I was like, oh, and 
So there was that moment. And my brother. Older or younger? Older. Okay. So he got an electric and he wouldn't let me play it. Of course. So I was like, fuck you, man. Yeah, man. Fuck you. Come on, we're brothers. <laughs> yeah. Cough that motherfucker up. Yeah, Let's go. Like, you can't touch it. You can't. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get. <laughs> I'm a guitar, get a ukulele, <laughs> and <laughs> fuck you up. <laughs> and it was like a Stratocaster. It was like a Stratocaster, like rip off. And I was like, uh-huh. I'm gonna get a ukulele and fuck you up <laughs> when you least expect it. Right. And I did. I, did. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm the only professional musician in the film. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So I did it. I yeah, did it. I you got did it. Him. Yeah. He got him. No hard feelings. You no showed, hard feelings. He showed him. <laughs> so all right. So. So your brother played, and that's always mm-hmm. that's always something. Yeah. I have two older brothers. My middle brother was a guitar player. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, well, if he's going to play guitar, this is what's happening in my little brain at this time. I'm going to play the drums. Oh. And he had an acoustic guitar. He had some electric stuff. You know, he had a little Mesa Boogie amp. Um, I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna, we're going to be in a band. This is what I'm thinking. I'm going to play the drums. You sing and play guitar. Uh, that never happened. Uh, <laughs> no hard feelings, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Like I would always try to trick my brothers into being in a band with me, but then they would have to do what I st- <laughs> I told right, them, and right. they would hate it. Yeah. They would just be like, "Are you no. the middle brother?" No, I'm the youngest. Me too. Oh, see, two older yeah, brothers. See, there you go, buddy. No, you have two older brothers. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have three older brothers and one older sister. So okay. I, yeah, so I'm. You're the baby. Yeah, baby, baby. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you ever touch his Stratocaster? I did when he was not in the yeah, room. Yeah, of course. He yeah. had to be out of the house. <laughs> yeah, you had to know yeah. that he would be away yeah. for a while. Yeah, and I would sit at the edge of his bed and pretend that I was playing it better than him. <laughs> 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 Which is, like, it's a ter- like that's a terrible motivation to want to do something. Well, yes and no. But it, It's healthy, I would say, on some it's level. It's competition. It's competition. Yeah. But it's healthy competition. I guess, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what's the age range of, of the siblings? Ah, <clears throat> uh, that's you know I forget. Um, I think it's like my one brother is like five years older, and then it's like eight, and then twelve, and then fifteen. Wow, yeah, something like that happening. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, spread out. Yeah, I also think it's interesting the dynamic of having siblings, <clears throat> especially siblings that are, let's say, eight, ten years older or whatever. The music that they brought to the house right. was so different. Exactly. Yeah. So I have I have anything from corn to like REM right. to like so I have a very and my parents are again, nothing against but my parents are old they're old people. Uh-huh. Like uh so I have like all the hippie bullshit and then, you know, all the like Gen X and all that. So it's 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 really cool because you get a very broad scope yeah. of the music mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that is, you know, that's a very important part of like the culture of America mm-hmm. and what was happening at that time. So I think it's important to have that like kind of airplane mm-hmm. like view mm-hmm. of how everything changed. Yeah, you're hitting, you know, you're hitting so many different genres, so many different decades and eras and approaches and feels. And, and I think that it really, you know, that to me was one of the big first lessons was that music can really be anything, you know. And I had a very similar experience, like the, the music that my parents listened to, like 
John Denver. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and, and that's sort of uh, Jim Croce. And then my middle brother was like kiss. Yeah. And then my oldest brother was like foreigner or, you know, so you really got, and then the shit that I liked mm-hmm. and the stuff that was on the radio and then jazz, but like, what the fuck is jazz? Yeah. Like, you know? So all of, you know, so you just got exposed to all this great music from, you know, many decades. So I'm with you on that too. That, that was a, that was like my first music lesson. Yeah. Music 101. Yeah. Expose yourself to every genre all yeah. the time. Cause I think if you do that, then it helps you like have so many influences that mm-hmm. you can't be like an exact copy of mm-hmm. a person. Like mm-hmm. it, you have so much, you know, influence that you kind of become your own. Mm-hmm. It's easier. It's easier, I would say. Yeah. Because there is no rule book, right? And you you can take bits of all of the. You can take bits from corn, and you can take bits from whatever else. Mm-hmm. Weird Al. Yeah, yeah. You know. So and now now we're talking about a very unique approach to something. Sure. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So this leads up to the next question, which is: At what point do you find your quote unquote music? Like this is my music. This is from my era. You know, it's like it's yeah. around like when you're 12, 13, 14, kind of becoming aware even as a human and Sh- and and, you know, and, and the stuff on the radio is maybe your stuff, you know, do, yeah. do you remember what that looked like and who those bands were. Well, so when I was 14 to 16, like it was just it was just like Beatles, like like mm. nothing nothing was better than the Beatles. Mm-hmm. I had, like, I didn't even like any other like older music. Mm-hmm. It was just like fucking Beatles. And, and were you celebrating the entire catalog? Yeah. Or, yeah, or yeah. Was yeah. there a particular um, record? So I was really, when I was like 14 to 16, I was super close to my mom. We're still close, but like, we were like, that was like the main like bonding time. Mm-hmm. And like her favorite album was, the white album mm. so i used to listen to that like like you know it's got like blackbird on it and it's got kind of like rocky raccoon on it and just like interesting yeah yeah and, and it's just like like those are just like and the the sounds on that are mm-hmm. just like so amazing mm-hmm. and they're like lo-fi but they're mm-hmm. very orchestrated and mm-hmm. it's just like all of this like circus music that it's just yeah. like it's just like oh it's so wonderful that's really interesting and and it makes and it and it makes sense that weird owl yeah like yeah, that yeah, humor yeah, that yeah, playfulness yeah 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 is like is like on mm-hmm. like the white album where it's just like yeah that's interesting and people hate that album because it's like oh blah deep blah da is like the worst song ever it's like no it's right. not that's a right. fucking banger no shit yeah <laughs> that's interesting all right so you bond with your mom over the white album that's pretty hip man that's pretty hip and this is you know early high school so maybe now you have a guitar and you're trying to you're trying to yeah these tunes out yeah so uh um i was actually homeschooled for a majority of my youth which uh i don't (laughs) i don't recommend (laughs) (laughs) i mean (laughs) i would not personally do it if i had children but yeah that's what my parents you know again no hard feelings but that's what they chose to do and it definitely makes your life a lot more interesting yeah Yeah. so um 
uh, I had some deficits in my um, like ability to learn. So they sent me to like a charter school um, and it was a charter school for like, uh, like really like rough kids. Like you're coming back from juvie or something like that. Or, or if you have like a, a mental disorder where they can't really properly medicate. <laughs> so it was, oh, it was oh. like, a yeah, it was like a wild bunch. Yeah. It was a wild bunch. Yeah. Um, and they sent me there and I got along great. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, this school shit's pretty hip. Wow. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Like going to how to make a shank class or what? Like, exactly. Exactly. Like there were kids who were like, why isn't like Tommy? Oh, he went back to prison. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Wow. Or like, so they thought. Huh. So were, were your folks teachers or, or no, they were, again, they were just kind of, um, they were liberals mm. and they were against Reagan mm. and, mm-hmm. and, and they were kind of like on that hippie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of like on the hippie stuff and nothing against hippies, you know, like it's a cultural movement. It's like, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, it's just like, that's what my parents were, mm-hmm. and that's what they chose to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know if my life is better or worse because of it. Like you can't really say with that stuff, right? You know, right? So, uh, all right. So, the charter school is during this fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Period. So, what I was uh, getting at is that um, I had a teacher there. It was like a really rough school, but there were some cool people, there, especially the teachers, because the teachers were like quasi-intellectuals that were like almost professional <laughs> teachers but just didn't quite make it over the hump okay. so like um there were some cool people there and yeah. there was one teacher who recently passed away he had brain cancer very sad he came to see me like so many times was like a great supporter that's awesome um, uh, he used to play guitar with me at the school and he would just be like yeah this is part of dominic's like learning program it wasn't mm-hmm. <laughs> like he just wanted someone to play guitar with. right right and like that's where i got um like a real good sense of like playing with a person mm-hmm. and sharing songs and mm. kind of like catering to like how they play compared to how i play mm-hmm. and um it was great you know uh it was more beneficial than any like um go to guitar center and take like a, you know, here's a chord book and I'm working. Yeah. 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 It was more like a two friends, like learning songs. And he really, you know, he was like an old, um, an older gentleman. So he liked the same type of like hippie songs that I had been kind of Mm -hmm. like introduced to. Right. Through your folks. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Well, that's cool. I wish, yeah, I wish I had that. That sounds like. How a lot did of fun. you like? When did you begin to like play the guitar and do all that? Um, if that's allowed, am I? <laughs> am I, allowed I to... ask the questions here, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I was a drummer uh, mm-hmm. primarily. You know, starting in fourth grade in the school band, and 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 then doing marching band and concert band and. Uh, and then jazz band in, in high school. I mean, I, I I picked up the guitar probably seventh, eighth grade, somewhere around there. And then, you know, I, my main instrument was drums. And, and then, you, you know, you start rock and roll bands with your friends. Right. And, and I wanted to sing or maybe I was the only person that 
felt comfortable singing. And so I got out front from behind the drum set and, um, and I was like, well, I'm not doing anything with my hands. Uh, this is weird. Yeah. So I might as well strum some chords. I know, sure. I know the basics. You yeah. Know? yeah. So we would go out, you know, as kids and in, um, you know, late, late high school years, we'd go and play the shitty dive bar in Massachusetts and, and loved it. I mean, had just a ball. So yeah, I mean, I, I didn't take the guitar seriously probably until after high school. Sure. Yeah. But, um, was, you know, trying to write songs. That's another thing I really, I don't, you know, something inside of me needed to come out and, yeah. and, and, um, I loved the the perceived glamour of being in a in a in a garage band. It's like sure. having a it's like having a little posse. It's in you're in a gang now, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And we go and we make music and we and we drink uh, natty lights and and we're happy. <laughs> That's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or actually, it was probably yeah. more like Ice House. I think that we'd get like a thirty rack of Ice House. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And throw it in the trunk <laughs> and go to your local dive bar. Yeah. Well, like, I and think... we had fun. Yeah. I think that is a very special thing about, like, music. Like, it opens up your life to all this, like, wonderful catastrophe and, like, mischief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's it, like controlled mischief. Yeah. You know, it's like, we're going to we're gonna wreak havoc on this stage for about three hours. Yeah. yeah Be yeah. cool. Like, and then we'll go. Yeah. Know? <clears throat> so did you start any bands in high school? Um, I tried to. I was never uh that I'm not like that outgoing of a person, I guess. I'm not like um so I was never trying to convince anybody of I've had like the same bass player for the past like 27 years. No shit. <laughs> no. Well, Travis, yeah, Travis uh has been like my bass player for Travis what? Travis Snowberger. Oh. Uh he's been my bassist for I don't know, like 10 years now? I don't know. Okay. But uh, he's just, I, I just don't, I tried to start one with my brothers and like, but I've never really had that strong of a connection with like people. It's it's easy for me to play with like people, but it's hard mm-hmm. for me to like get people that understand what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And it usually takes like, like, a couple years before mm-hmm. they even understand it. I've mm-hmm. had like you talking about original stuff or cover stuff or just an uh, approach or a sound yeah all of that yeah all <laughs> uh, that. it's just um, you know because we all have our we all have our own interpretation of the cover and how we mm-hmm. want it to sound and sure. how and it's hard for people to kind of grasp or like latch on to my vision of it or something like that mm-hmm. so you did you did start some bands though then or right. no well, so let's see. I'm trying to think if I was in, I was just in like day before. So I was in day before plastics, but that was, uh, that was in like when I was like 20, 25, okay. you know, uh, I was never in like a, a high school band that was always Got like you. the acoustic, like troubadour mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dude. I was more like a singing Beatles tunes. What are you doing? No. Then I got really into Bob Dylan. So I got like super into Bob Dylan, like super, like annoyingly. <laughs> I, I have friends that are super annoyingly into Bob Dylan. That's exactly right. I never got Bob. I yeah. never, I never really got it. He's a hard dude. Well, I mean, so he's a hard person to like. Like I think huh. that he is a character 
Oh, I'm so sorry. I broke your <laughs> Lay off the table, bro. Jesus. Um, again, like he is a difficult. Uh, like how do there's a lot of ugliness in Bob Dylan, I think. Yeah. Like, interesting way to put it. Like, but I think I know what you're talking about. Like he doesn't really try to be pretty. And no. I think and and I think like when you like hear music, you want it to be pretty. And then there's a lot of ugliness in Bob Dylan. There's a lot of just like not good singing and not good playing. <laughs> right. But, but he's like, I love him. I love him. But yeah. I understand that. I understand mm-hmm. why people would not but, get it. But it's an interesting juxtaposition to go from loving the Beatles, which sure. is very orchestrated and, and thought through and intentional. Sure. And sweet and melodic yeah, yeah. harmonies. And, yeah. And then, and then Bob Dylan's like Where's throwing this? an acoustic guitar down yeah. the stairs, and he's you know, so <clears throat> it's just interesting how your tastes can change, and you hear yeah. things in a new way. Maybe as you get older. Yeah. Well, I would say that like, um, like the Beatles to me, that's like classical, like Beethoven, mm-hmm. and Bob Dylan's like punk rock. It's yeah. Like, it's like a that's very, a great way to put it. You know, it's like very, you know like abrasive yeah like it's yeah it's like it's like it's folk punk yeah you know in a way yeah 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 but you know in i love bob dylan uh i love his songwriting some of it i think is a little uh there's a lot of bad there's yeah okay like right like there are there are some monumentally great songs yes and then there are like really yeah like bad, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. real stinkers, yeah. And and but that's okay, right? Right. And I and and maybe someone else would have said, ah, this one isn't gonna make the cut on this record. Yeah, but he just puts it on. He there just puts it, it on yeah. there because he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that man does not give a shit. Yeah. Um, Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan. Uh, <laughs> I'm 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 a fan, and I and and maybe it's because. I love that pretty shit. You know, I love James Taylor. Sure, like James yeah, Taylor's yeah. my yeah. guy, right? No, there's a lot that is just Yeah. Right. It's perfect. Yeah. Like yeah. It's like perfect folk music. Right. And right. why wouldn't you want to listen to that? Right. So you get super into Dylan. Mm-hmm. And what you have a I mean, can you can you all right. This is gonna be this top <laughs> give me top five Dylan songs. Uh anything off of uh, Blood on the Tracks. Like that is just like yeah. that is just that is just a man being torn apart, and it's just, yeah. it sounds so impassioned, and he's, like, really trying to lose himself in what he's trying to do. Yeah. And I understand, like, how that right. is. Right. <laughs> like, I get that. I get yeah. that. Like, you're, your personal life is all fucked up, and you just want to, you just want to scream into a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> and he did it on that record. Yeah. Um, but. I need to listen to that record again. Like, uh, the fucking, the meet me in the morning, it's It's called meet me in the morning. And it's like, it's like the best, like Dylan blues, but it's like, it's him just going, (laughs) it's just like that, (laughs) but it's got groove, man. It's got got some of the best lyrics he's ever written for sure. (laughs) Sounds, sounds like it to me. Just nailed it. Really captured the moment, Bob. 
Oh God. Uh, let's let's take a quick break. Okay. Um, yeah. We'll listen to some Bob. <laughs> hey, I really like. For the record, I really like. Even though my impression may have not been the most accurate, I love the man. Yeah. We'll 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 take a listen on our little break and then um. I wanna um. Do you have a tune that I can, that we can listen to during the break, and then and then we can rap about it? Yes, I mean it uh, doesn't have to be unreleased. It can be released, and, and yeah, then... I'm very ashamed of all my work, but maybe I can find something. <laughs> we'll find something. <laughs> I If you want to come to my room and hear some, <laughs> let's talk. So we had, we had a longer break than usual because we went down a rabbit hole and we were trading songs and and talking about, gosh, everything, everything. I think we talked about everything yeah, on the break. I think we covered all the bases. Yeah. So this podcast is officially over. <laughs> no, we we listened to um, a new track. Yeah. My heart is an open door. Open door. And this is on an EP that you are releasing in June. Uh, June 3rd, we're going to be releasing our EP at the Dubliner Irish Pub in North Phoenix. Let's go. Um, and you, uh, Are you printing CDs? Is that proper? No. Oh. <laughs> no. It's, uh, you'll be lucky if you can find it on Spotify, if I can, if I can find the scratch, <laughs> if I can put it up there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that being said, donations are being. <laughs> yeah, if you want to give me money, <laughs> put up my PayPal link in the comments. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so yeah, this is a track that is coming off of our EP. Um, I've been working on these songs for a very, very long time, longer than I should have. Um, but that. What is, do you think that's a result of? Uh well, just trying to be perfect and mm. trying to like. I am a young song producer, you know, yeah. I'm not, uh, and I'm trying to find what speaks to me and be true to that on the, on the production side. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, so you have a home, you have a home I do. situation. Yeah. Um, can you walk us through what that looks like? So it is a freestanding building that's out in my backyard. Um, it's like about, first of all, you're a homeowner. Right, yeah. That's hey. In this economy? Let's go. You we did it. We made it. No, actually I'm renting. I just built this thing in the back. Don't they tell don't, the landlord. They don't, don't know. They don't know. Hopefully they won't hear this podcast. <laughs> All right, so you put a shed in the back. Yeah. 
Um, and then uh, I treated it as best I could and know how to. And I've been getting some pretty okay sounds out of it. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're not super hi-fi, but I think they're they're good sounds for a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to be the name of the record. <laughs> right. Hobbit sounds. Like pet sounds, just smaller. <laughs> and hairier feet. Um, so, but literally walk me through. It, do you all track at the same time or, uh, or do you? No, I wish we were that good. <laughs> um, no. Is uh, it big enough to track a full band? In uh, so we've tracked. Um, there is a video circling around the internet. <laughs> on oh my. My. Uh, it's actually on my Instagram. I posted um, <laughs> of us all playing in my shed, my recording studio, Slow Wave Records, or I don't know. I think that's what I was calling it at one point. Anyway, it's like just a shed. The guys call it the hut. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we tracked that all together at once. And I've tracked things because I have a touch a mix, which mm-hmm. I just got QSC. If you're listening, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're looking for some sponsorships, yeah, it is the best. Uh, I think Mr. Sturgis Waters also does that. I've heard of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been trying to track people live mm-hmm. in the living room. You know, it sounds like it was recorded in the living room. Yeah. Um, but usually. You lay down the drums, and then that's how we usually do it in the studio, and how we did it for this Project. particular. Yeah, yeah. So you would you would do what a, a guitar scratch and a vocal scratch. Yeah, and then they would play along to it. Mm-hmm. Then and you'd re- start replacing. Sure, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Well, it it sounds great, and and as I mentioned on the break, you can definitely hear some Dylan in there. You know, your phrasing. Yeah, the, the vocal yeah. phrasing. I was like, that's kind of a. A Dylan-y thing. A Dylan-ish yeah. move. Dylan-esque. Yeah. I was doing... Parmesan. I swear to God, he says Parmesan in that tune. Everywhere. Everyone go listen to Meet Me in the Morning yeah. and tell me he doesn't say Parmesan. <laughs> That's your assignment for That's next week. That's your assignment for next week. I'll need it on my desk by 6 a.m. Um, okay. Sounds great and, and, and exciting. I mean... I it know is very exciting. The I, catharsis, the release, oh, yeah. literally of yeah. of finishing yeah. a record. Yeah, it's it's been a terrible burden, <laughs> and I don't want to carry it anymore. <laughs> I need it off my plate. Yeah, immediately. It's, right, it's right. a whole Hobbit thing. It's right, like, right. It's finally over. Right, right. Um, but it's been cool. Uh, it's just it's hard when you're wearing all the hats when yeah. you write the song, you produce the song, you record the song. I would not recommend it. You mix it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like yeah, you're yeah. too close. You're like, in it. Yeah. You're, you're too close to it. Like, right. and it's like fucking driving you. But it, but it is kind of a necessary evil because, you know, putting the funds together to put a band sure. into a proper studio. Knowing everybody's like fucking rehearsed. They got right. their line down. They know the song. You know right. the song's good, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to like demo things out. And I am like I love to write in the studio. I mm. like like parts that are just like, hey, this is a weird part. Like that's a, you know. I noticed um what was that? There's like a key the keys, yeah. It's almost like a, it's like an organ, like yeah. an organy sound. Yeah, like, it's uh, kind of throwbacky, sure. sixty, late sixties yeah, 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 yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and who's on the record? 
Uh, so Marty Welker, who's a fantastic drummer. Drummer, and, yeah. Um, Mr. Travis Snowberger, uh, and me, and that's it. Wow. Dominic look, look. Provenzano. <laughs> Provenzano. Si, si, si. Okay. <laughs> well, it's it it does sound great, and I and I I can. Um, it's not mixed yet, so don't <laughs> don't don't listen too close. I uh, I I can I share with you the the pitfalls of writing and producing and mixing yeah. your own music. You can kind of get you can get in your own way. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. You know. Um, but, but so I would say <laughs> it is hard to, for me at least, to, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it's hard for me to like be produced. Mm-hmm. I was going to say yeah. it's hard to trust someone yeah, 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 yeah. to do that for you yeah, exactly. when you have a very clear vision and you don't, yeah, you have to kind of execute it on your own. Yeah. And it's like. I'm going to waste more time explaining to mm-hmm. you what I want than if... Let me just do it. Right. Exactly. Right. Well, and so, but you're getting, not only are you getting great experience doing all this for yourself, but, you know, as I learned talking to Crystal, mm-hmm. you're also producing other people. Yeah. yeah. So you're refining that approach, that, yeah. that skill. And that, uh, I appreciate her talents so much because she's super it, talented it's 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 been an honor to work with a person so talented mm-hmm. that just naturally sound like i don't have to do it <laughs> like i don't have to do right. anywhere it's just like you put the microphone up let it go yeah which i love i love like my like i don't want to be spending yeah hours comping vocals and, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i hate that like i yeah. hate that i hate you know. Well, and that's also a super subjective exercise. Sure. Right? How someone else would comp my vocals versus how I would comp my exactly. vocals. Exactly. You know, that's a very personal thing. Sure. And sure. what you think is wrong or out or not the best, someone else would be like, but that's the thing. Yeah. Like that, like kind of break mm-hmm. in the voice when it right. gets to that. Is perfect, and that's right. like so soulful. But people are like, "No, take that out. It's a mistake." Right, right. So, how do you negotiate that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm asking you, how do you negotiate? Uh, I am still learning how to do that because mm-hmm. it's like one of the most difficult. I feel I always know the direction of the song and where it should go, but it's hard for me to communicate to that to people, mm-hmm. especially if they don't mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of know you know, mm-hmm. themselves or what they're doing. But I would imagine as a producer in, you know, in the producer role, mm-hmm. being able to zoom out a little bit is helpful as the singer. I might have an opinion Yeah. as the producer. I might have a different opinion. Yeah. So I was thinking about that. Um, it's hard to know what the artist really wants. Is it, mm-hmm. uh, you to produce them Mm -hmm. or for them to come to you and have them guide you as to how they should sound. Well, at that point, yeah, right, right. You know, and then are you just an engineer or are you producing it as well? I don't think most people know that. Right. (laughs) I don't think they, I don't know if they see the difference in in that and those those two roles. Those are two very different. Yeah. Like I can tell you how I think you should sound or you can tell me how you think that you should sound. Right. But it's hard for me to like, 
just assume. Don't right. make an ass out of you and me. Don't assume. Classic. That's a classic. <laughs> we were talking a little bit on the break about um, grunge. And just because, you know, we, we were talking about music and, and when it kind of hits you and, and you and you claim it as yours. Yeah. And, you know, you're a little bit younger than me. Mm-hmm. And so you missed that that moment in time. Yeah. You know, you were on the planet, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, Pearl Jam 10 yeah. is my record. Um, do you have any of those like around that time? The, the uh yeah so uh i'm trying to think what was like something that really grabbed me i think around that time i was really is this the bob dylan phase no i know that there's something i know that there is uh i really liked uh those, oh, <laughs> take your time. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> Please. Um, so I would have to say probably like Pinkerton, like Pinkerton. Uh-huh. Like, Interesting. Like that was like an abrasive thing that yeah. kind of really grabbed me. But I think that was more when I was like in my mid twenties. I can't even think. Yeah, uh, it was just like it was all it was all Hoobas Tank and Weird Al, man, <laughs> or the Beatles, <laughs> or Dylan, yeah, I suppose, or 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 Paul Simon. Um, to yeah, I mean, it's such a blur, man. Like I yeah. don't, I don't, yeah, like. All right, we'll catch us up. All right, so so let's let's find Dominic Provenzano, I see, 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 in his mid twenties, and all right. So did you do the college thing? Uh, I went to Paradise Valley. Well, okay. So I went to Paradise Valley Community College and I got my associates in art. It's a two year degree that took me four. Uh, (laughs) But I fucking. (laughs) I got that piece of paper. Yeah. I fucking held it high. I mean, I'm doing art as a living. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, But that was more for like painting. That was like painting history, which I do like. um, I do like to draw, but I'm not a very good artist. Um, But. So that piece of paper is worthless. Pretty much. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be like, you can go to ASU. This is like the certificate that... And I never went to ASU. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was fucking expensive, and I yeah. had guitars to buy. Yeah, you know? no, I get it. You had to feed that addiction. <laughs> right. So, all right, so finish up. You finish up at, at PVCC. Yeah, and then I got, like, some bullshit, like... I worked at like Ross and Payless and like, oh hell yeah! <laughs> uh, so I've had like the worst jobs. Like at the register, I worked at the register at Ross. I worked at the register at Payless. I worked at Harkins Theater. Nice. Uh, I I worked at yeah. the movie theater. Well, as a kid, but yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then I worked at a. It's a good gig. <laughs> so there's a very off kilter joke that I used to tell people. I'm not going to tell it now. Cause, okay. Because. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> next time you see Dominic, ask him to tell the off kilter. So I used to work at a place called Bye Bye Baby. It's not what you think it is. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's but like Bye Bye Baby. And I used to work in the back room, uh, like unloading all the all of the baby shit. Not the actual baby shit, but like the baby toys and everything Got like you. that. 
Wow, there's a lot in there. There's a there's a there's a yeah. number of jokes in there. <laughs> a number of <laughs> insensitive. Right, we're not gonna because this is a cancel good, shit. Yeah. in there. But this is a nice family. This is friendly. a family family. This is a nice spot. My mother listens to this. Right. I think. I hope. Hopefully, my mom will listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all through that time I was working those real shitty jobs. I worked at those so I could be a musician and just be like a real shitty employee. Like they didn't care. Like right. you work at Ross, they don't care yeah. if you like show up, you know, yeah. like out of your mind. Right. You right. Know? Right. Uh, and so you're gigging at this time. Yeah. You okay. Know. And like, what are some of the early gigs? Oh, just, you know, like, like, uh, dirty bar rooms and, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, like original shows. I feel like when I was younger and, less like skilled <laughs> i play like more that's not to say anything about original people but it was just easier to get those gigs than mm-hmm. like the paying ones mm-hmm. um but you know it's like uncle tootie's mountainside pizzeria and spaghetti factory <laughs> and they'll pay you 75 dollars to right. play for four hours right you know? and you get a plate of ravioli at the <laughs> right. end of it yeah it's like this is great this yeah. is fantastic i made it look ma <laughs> By the way, I need two hundred dollars. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They paid me seventy five, but my tab was a hundred. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I wanted the gnocchi this time. Um. So, all right. So, I mean, everyone's done that. Uh-huh. But all the everyone in this, you know. Yeah. I'm still doing. That. <laughs> well, and we all are to some extent, yeah, you yeah. know. But, but we are. We were also talking about how. You know, as you as you get older, you you I guess have the luxury of some hindsight or some perspective, and and you know, yeah, you is, can say that like that fucking seventy five dollar gig probably isn't worth like the time, like the time, like the half hour drive is going to take exactly me to get there and then right. come back. You, you know? start to think a little bit more critically about yeah. what you're getting yourself into. Sure, not that you're like, oh, I'm too good. It's just like, do I like is that time really right? And your time is the most valuable thing right ever because it's like. You know, you're here and you're gone, man. Right. Like, you know, there's that's dark. <laughs> there's no time to waste. There is no time to waste. Get to getting. <laughs> Better get to getting. Yeah. So, and then you said that um, you kind of went full time. Yeah. 16, 17, 20s. Because they fired me from Bye Bye Baby. I can't believe it. They, What'd you do? They fired me. Did you say? They said that I was too slow. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I was too slow unloading the trucks and there was a big fight and i was like i'm not slow <laughs> <laughs> they fired you oh god hey sometimes the universe speaks in mysterious ways and you get fired from bye bye baby yeah i you mean it, it wasn't it wasn't the worst you know day of my life right um but and then you said well i can either find some other shitty day gig yeah a part-time work or yeah i can pick up a couple more gigs yeah and that's what i did and yeah. happened to me too yeah and then um i started to be more relaxed like my mm-hmm. days were better mm-hmm. like um yeah it's just i think and then now so i tried to get a job over <laughs> like i tried to get like a regular job over covid oh geez uh doing like a work from home servicing people's mortgages mm-hmm. um and it was not happening yeah <laughs> i did it for like six months and i was like i can't wow yeah yeah that's and, tough and then that's i was work. and then i was a janitor after that no kidding yeah so i was I, i've been on hard times but now i'm back on top 
Man, COVID, <clears throat> COVID, COVID. Uh, what an interesting time, dude. That was wild. That whole fucking thing was not that it's over or anything like that, but it was it was like a wild time in America. It was. It was. <laughs> it was a wild thing to live through. It was bananas. <laughs> I I just, you know, I I don't know. I, it was a really tough time for me. I mean, you yeah. know, obviously not being able to make a living doing what we do was a challenge. Yeah. And then it was the whole not being able to kind of access your social network for support. Sure. Yeah. You can't get that human contact. Or I mean, it was, like that. It was yeah. talk about dark. It was, it, it really put a lot of shit in perspective. Well, or it just brought attention yeah. to, to the fact that I'm so closely tied to what I do yeah, for my mental health, physical sure. health, yeah. all, all the healths. And, um, yeah, it, it was a real challenge to stay creative and engaged and, and keep the, all the muscles, you know, primed, you know, your, sure. your, your, your vocals, your, yeah, yeah, your, yeah. your dexterity, you know, with the guitar. And how did you, how did you kind of stay sharp during that time? Well, I didn't, you know, I, I, I did not. There was a point where it's like, um, you're working in fucking 9am to five. You have people screaming at you mm. about their fucking home loans yeah. that they're defaulting on. Cause right. they can't work, you know, oh my God. like I'm getting paid $17 an hour, oh. you know, to just be fucking screamed at all. Basically you're just like cannon fodder out there. Right. And I got to a point where it's like. I need to figure out how to be a musician again. Mm -hmm. And like, I need to, I need to do that. Cause, um, and I was like, I will, I will go out even though it might be not the healthiest thing. Right. I'll go out and play the shitty gigs that I can mm -hmm. and I'll be a janitor mm -hmm. and I will just like try to hmm. like find my way through this as best mm -hmm. I can. Yeah. Um, and then everything came back. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what I would have done if it did not, oh, because God. you know, yeah. like, yeah. uh, but I'm so lucky that it did. And now it's just like every opportunity that you have to do something really cool, fucking do it, you know, like right. do it because you don't know what tomorrow is going to be like. Right. You know, I, I had a, you know, we work at a lot of the same places for a number of the same people. And I had a very nice reminder the other day. I was playing at, at one of the resorts here in town. Mm -hmm. And this person had, I guess is a snowbird, but had seen yeah, me yeah, at, yeah. At, at, at the MIM and then saw me here and then saw me here. And, and so his perspective is a little off, mm -hmm. right? If you see someone at the MIM, you think, oh, they're hot shit. Or, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, or they're, yeah. they're on a level yeah. or something. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're all just clamoring right, to yeah. get in there or whatever. Right, right. But my point is, he, you know, he, he said, um, you know, it must be really nice for you to be able to play at this resort and just have fun. And I was like, interesting way to put that. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not entirely false it's not no i i, I loved his optimism right, yeah. and it, and it, because we can get so into the sure into the minutia of the what drudgery it, yes yeah yeah and the and the you know the day-to-day -day slog of whatever yeah. that life is 
And he's like, wow, you must really, it must be nice for you. Yeah. And I kind of paused and I'm like, that's, I'm going to say this to myself before every one of these gigs. Exactly. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, I've kind of felt that narrative kind of change Mm -hmm. when I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to go do this. I don't want to go thing fucking, you know. Yeah. That song, right? Well, that's another. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah, how uh, tired my my songbook is. <laughs> like but, I played Karma Police a gajillion times. Right, like you don't want to play that song. You don't want to go to the right. But if you tell yourself, you know, you get to go play music, have fun for three hours, and just like, like have like have fun. Right, like you know how to have fun. Right, and just do it. Right, just get into it and yeah. do it. It's it, but it really is such a. It's you, you have to convince yourself. Sure, of it. but we've convinced ourselves like, oh, it's a job, and like mm-hmm. I deserve to be paid for, which you do, right? Like, but that can't be like the um, driving factor. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I think it, you know, sure after after the pandemic and the lockdown, yeah. Did I did I was I rushing out the door to play gigs? Of course yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. But you're very quickly reminded mm-hmm. that it that it's not all glamour it's and, not all sunshine and rainbow yeah, <laughs> yeah. and unicorns <laughs> yeah. you don't arrive on a unicorn and right. you know so but it, it just was an, a really nice reminder and and you know reflect and and you know the, the whole gratitude whatever yeah. be grateful and yeah of course yeah man but once that day-to-day thing kicks in it's a little harder to find that sure perspective when like the 10th person has been like, can you play Tennessee whiskey? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Do you have any of those songs where you're just like, no, like the super, po- like brown eyed girl. Right. Yeah. I, they come, yeah. And I say, no, they're like, wait, what? You don't know that song? No, I know that song. So I was at a Jimmy Buffett concert the other night. And at the end of the night, after he got done playing and I had a blast by the way, but <laughs> <laughs> did he play cheeseburgers in paradise? He did. He did. But of the, course he did. But at the end of the night, he he played Brown Eyed Girl. Wow. <laughs> what an interesting like, universe is colliding yeah. in, the, in, the, in the pantheon of <laughs> shitty songs to request. That Jimmy Buffett and Brown Eyed Girl. Right. It's like a social experiment. Like yeah. he knows what he's doing. Oh my God. Calculated. <laughs> Cats making money. His fans are losing their minds. Right, every person, and the and the tickets were like thirteen dollars. It was amazing. Wait, what? Yeah, well, I think he gets like a percentage of all the food and drink that's sold. So it's like, you know, you pay thirteen dollars for a ticket, and you buy like two twenty dollars margaritas. Mm. He gets like, it's probably his fucking margarita machine yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cats like fucking figured it out. <laughs> He's figured it out. He's got a hot dog making. He's got a hot dog gig too. Making buns. I don't know what he's doing. Ketchup. And Fucking all of his Jimmy songs Buffett's are... ketchup. Like, all of his songs are just like... Yeah. You know. But it's fucking great. I had a blast. I had a blast. I love him. Where was it? Out at the shed? Uh, <laughs> it was at the hut. Yeah. It was, he was playing in my backyard. <laughs> 13 bucks. <laughs> Provenzano presents Jimmy Buffett. Meanwhile, buy this $45 hot dog with Jimmy Buffett's name written on it. I don't know. It was at the Footprint Center, formerly the Cricket Pavilion. <laughs> formerly <laughs> Auction, Ashley Home Furniture, T-Mobile. 
I think all of those are real names. I know. You, you, I, you I, like spout nothing, but those are actual names. Yeah, no, I'm just, it used, to, it used yeah. to be Bank One Ballpark. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jimmy Buffett. Keep it up, homie. Waiting for a delivery of your hot dogs. Yeah. Th- so, are there any of those songs that you, that you're just straight up no? Because um, I have a couple. So. The only thing, like, I won't play Sweet Caroline just because I don't, like, I don't want to take the time. It's not that mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm too good for that song. It's, I don't, I don't want to take the time to learn it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, like, I know, so, like, I know, and I will play, mm. like, Brown Eyed Girl, mm. like, Margaritaville. Wow. Like, Wagon Like, if, so, like, I won't just I'll fucking play them. Right. But if someone comes up to me. You got them in the arsenal. Right. Just in case. But that song is like, I, I, I. I don't want to do the bop, bop, bop. Like, right. I don't want to do that. Take I don't... that shit out. <laughs> you scrap it. That's how I used to do that song. That's the only way I got through it. Yeah. <clears throat> and, yeah. I, you know, and not like I'm, I re-harmed it and you just, I, just... I, just, I just removed sections of it. I basically just sing the chorus once and I say, are you happy now? Yeah. They just like drop your guitar and walk away. <laughs> I'm like, I want $100, <laughs> you know, immediately. No, I got asked to play Harry Styles last night. Oh, well, I mean, does he is there acoustic guitar in any of his songs? I don't know his catalog. I don't celebrate the Harry Styles. So, I just so I just listened to the album that won the Grammy. Mm. And I was like forever I was like this, yeah. this fucking kid. Right. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to be David Bowie. Yeah. Nice jumpsuit. <laughs> right, Next. Right. 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 Pantsuit. But <laughs> I listened to the album and it's ter- no. It's terrible. <laughs> Hated it. <laughs> no, it was actually really good. And okay. Like, okay. So there are some catchy bits in it. Yeah. Um, Is there an acoustic guitar on that record anywhere? No. I mean, granted, the, yeah. it, it was very cute. These these two young sisters. Yeah. She was probably eight yeah. and her sister was oh, There's not ten. an acoustic guitar in anything anymore, man. It's okay. Like, like, uh, the, the, it's all algorithm. Like, right. It's all AI. It's all chat GPTs. <laughs> right. Like, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> But listen to this. Listen to this change up. So she comes up, says, "Any Harry Styles? These two cute little girls, uh-huh. that, you know, and they have a five dollar bill in their hand." And I said, "No, I'm so sorry, I I don't know." And then she said, uh, "Any Carrie Underwood?" And I said, "Ooh, closer, but unfortunately, no." I said, "She said, well, what do you play?" And I said, "Probably the music that your that your parents would know." Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but the first thing that came out of my mouth right after that was, "What about John Denver?" <laughs> and I said, "Have you heard of John Denver?" Dude, I love John Denver. Like, I love John Denver, bro. Yeah, talk about a songwriter. Yeah, and she kind of like goes blank, but starts to nod. I said, "Great, I'm gonna play a John Denver song for you." And they scurry off to their parents, and I'm and I play uh, "Leaving on a Jet Plane." Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And and the girl, the one of the girls, gives me the thumbs up. So I was like, you know what? In those situations. You can't possibly know every song that everyone wants to hear all the time. Right. Right. You have to know how to diplomatically make them think that they're requesting a song that you're telling them to yeah. request. You know what I'm saying? It's a f- yeah. psychological mind screw. But- no, like uh, I would say one of the most important things about being a musician is learning how to be a proper 
and well put together uh, diplomat. Yes. <laughs> yes. You, you gotta. Yeah. You gotta navigate situations. Yeah. No. No. We're. We are. We should be ambassadors <laughs> right. to various countries. Yeah, because we know, like, well, maybe God yeah. wants a little thing, and then He wants a thing. And hey, <laughs> let's play some John Denver. You know what I mean? And then everything's okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> Leave it on a jet plane. Let's go. Chorus Let's, again. Yeah. Chorus again. Wasn't that written for Armageddon? The what? Like the oh. Bruce Willis movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You're what? Jesus, come on. <laughs> Provenzano. But it's in that. It's in that. When did you ever see that movie? Did you ever see Armageddon? With I Bruce think Willis? I, where he blows up the he 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 like blows up the asteroid. I think <laughs> I was working in a movie theater and I I was the projector guy. What oh, was it called? The were you a projector? No. What is it called? No, I cleaned. I cleaned. You were the I cleaned, janitor? Yeah, I cleaned yeah. the bathroom. Yeah, I had the high-paying gig. You had the low-skill fucking hourly cleaning up popcorn kernels. It and... hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Armageddon was a film that I had to put on. Bro, old school on the big yeah. uh, proper film. I had to weave it through the fucking thing. It's the thing. Wow. Amazing. Dominic Provenzano. 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 It's really hard for me to say your yeah. last name like that. Provenzano. Dominic Provenzano. And there's a K at the end of my name. So it's D-O-M-I-N-I-C-K. And P-R-O. V like Victor E-N. Z like Zebra A-N-O. <laughs> Alpha Romeo <laughs> Meta Beta. I don't know. Uh, it's been a real pleasure to chat with you, man. It's been great. Yeah. I had thanks, so much fun. Thanks so much. Uh as I said on the break, we had to cut the break short because we were just we yeah. go we go down into the into the into the Spotify black hole and yeah. and five hours later and you yeah. were uh, anyway. <laughs> right. I think I'm still there. Anyway, appreciate your time. Uh, best of luck on the on the EP release. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, everybody should uh, come down and. Um, I think the it's Dubliner, like, yeah, it's like a Saturday, you know. Uh, we're we're get a babysitter. <laughs> yeah, we're probably not going to play originals the entire night. It's probably just going to be like a really big party with yeah. like trio or uh we don't know yet. Oh my, we don't special know special guests. Yeah, we might have some keys. Oh shit, <laughs> sparing no expense. <laughs> yeah, D- Dom Pro Music. Dom Pro Music. Dot com at GP chat. <laughs> no, Dom Pro Music. Just type Dom Pro Music into the Google and it'll take you to my it'll face. It'll take you right to that. Yeah. And then people can get information about, about the EP, where you're playing. Yeah. And all that all that good stuff. Just come and talk to me. I'm very available all the time. <laughs> Emotionally, physically, spiritually. My heart's an open door. My heart's <laughs> nice tie-in. I like that. Wrap it all up. All right, Dominic. Appreciate you. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Enjoy the rest of your day. Appreciate you doing this. 